How's your morning going, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. You down south, are you? Uh, no, I'm um, I'm kind of in the in the Byron Ballina area. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think you're all around there, aren't you? Yeah, basically. Yeah, the, the other guys are um, they're a little more north in the um, kind of ocean shores. I don't know if you know ocean shores, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, I do. Know, I know what you're speaking about. Yeah. Yeah, so so they're they're only kind of like twenty minutes up the road, pretty much twenty five minutes. You guys living that close, you'd be able to have proper jams and that, wouldn't you? Yeah, so I mean, it's, even though we're close, it's still really tough. I mean, it's because um, everyone's got their businesses and their families. Yeah. Um. So it's it's more just kind of like trying to schedule the time is always a is you know That's a real challenge. Yeah, absolutely. You know, real challenge. So. You don't really, you know, consider those things too much when you you're kind of starting out, but um, but yeah, when you start to get in the thick of it down the track, when it becomes a career, yeah, and and you know, everyone has their you know respected families and and you know things they got to tend to. It's it's really tough. I mean, I'm the one in the in the band. I I kind of I run a you know a studio, a music studio, do producing and mixing and stuff like that. And um, so I usually have a space to you know. To ground us and kind of get us rehearsing and, and things like that. So that um, kind of takes care of that. But yeah, it's just managing the time, you know? Yeah, I, I totally get it. I've been a musician for years and once my daughter was born, I only got about three years, like she was three and I had to kind of say to my bands, I can't, I can't manage this. So I can't imagine what it's like being an extensive touring band. So yeah, yeah. We, we don't tour that much. Like we, we're not, no, we haven't been touring that much because we haven't really released anything. Um, so to some degree, there's no point to, to kind of tour anymore. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, off the back of what we've done, um, you know, we, we can still do, do some shows here and there. But, um, yeah, it's, just, it's um, you know, never-ending kind of trying to shuffle and, you know, get everyone's, uh, I guess, you know, respected plans and what they're doing and, you know, try to calculate it to where we can, you know, get in there and, and do a jam and, and come up with some stuff. Um, so, yeah, you know, time, as we say, time will tell. Uh, well, speaking of tours, because you've got next Saturday, is it next Saturday, January 28th, you've got the other festival at the Tivoli. Yeah, so a, a, a gig. <laughs> a gig? <laughs> There's a gig on the calendar <laughs> to, to, kick off the, yeah, to kick off the year. Um, yeah, which is a good start. <laughs> it's a good lineup. You've got a sucker punch. Yeah, yeah. We've played with them before a couple of times, uh, which has been great. And you know, they're really, really great um, at what they do. You know, entertainment wise and music wise, and you know, they just put on a great show. You know, great guys. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was pretty easy to to kind of you know have them on board. Um, our tour manager Yogi. Matthew Donham, who um, who has road sick and stuff, it's it's his festival. Okay. Yeah, he he kind of germinated the idea, and we've always wanted to kind of partner, kind of join up, and and be on a festival and create something. But it's it's predominantly his thing, yeah. his idea, and his festival. So um, he chooses, you know, because he's does what he does, and he's I guess on the ground everywhere, you know, like looking. And he also has another thing called uh, Bed by, in Bed by Nine, which is kind of like you know, putting on events for, for in small venues. 
for for bands and stuff stuff like that. So he's really savvy and knows what's going on in the scene. You know who's who's playing and you know working hard and releasing stuff. And so he's got um you know bands that he really loves and um you know I, I respectively also throw in a few bands of some bands that I've worked with that I think are working hard and and um you know should be on the festival. So we kind of you know work there a little bit as a team, but um, predominantly it's, um, you know, Matt's kind of choices for, for stuff. He needed to be more busy, did he? Because he always seems to be, a lot of the Australian bands I go and watch, there's Yogi. Well, you know, as we speak, he's on a plane to America. Jeez. Um, oh, and he's he's about to kick off his first tour with Parkway Drive, tour managing Parkway Drive. So, Oh, wow. And also Ta- um, Tash Sultana. So he's, you know, he started with us you know, 20, 20 odd years ago, yeah. you know, carrying some guitars and, and, you know, booking some hotels and, and, um, you know, just working out some of the logistics, you know, when we were, we need a little bit of help and, um, we, we were all really good friends and it just, you know, he's just, he's just kept working super hard and, and, uh, you know, gathered the relationships and proved himself and, you know, he's worked his way up, so to speak. And, and now he's, he's, you know, doing, Parkway Drive, and, and it's just such a great thing to, to know and, and see, you know, one of your really good friends and, you know, tour managers of, of the band, and he's been with us from day one, just, you know, finding himself in that position. And that's just, you know, it's just fantastic, you know. Um, yeah. And he's worked with a lot of different bands, obviously, as well, you know, Butterfly Effect, and, um, you know, a lot of other bands. So, just yeah, and and he's not going to be there at the festival, unfortunately, because he he actually got this he got this gig with Parkway Drive. So um, yeah, we're going to miss him. But at the same token, yeah. it's like we're we're all you know completely behind him, and um, you know just want him to go out and 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 do what he what he does best. And um, yeah, you know, look after Parkway and and Tash Sultana and and um, yeah, it's just fantastic news, you know. Having watched Cog all the way back from you know two thousand and three or so at the Trucadero, I just remember always he's always been there. He always seemed like he was the fourth member of Cog. Yeah, basically. I mean, you know, it's it's been a an interesting um, time for us growing as 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 um, as people and as friends. And you know, we've 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 had our disagreements, and Yogi's tough but fair, and you know he. When, when there's when we think there's no other way, he finds a way, and and he gets the job done. And um, you know he's just really reliable um, in so many respects. So yeah, it's, it's um he he was he was a he bass player in a band too, he was playing in a punk band. Did not know that. <laughs> yeah, and he just he just found the the niche for for kind of tour managing, you know, and and we did you know. As, as us as a band, we didn't know what was going to happen, where we were going to go, if it was going to work or, you know, if people were going to like what we were doing. And he was probably kind of like, well, I don't quite know, you know, what I'm doing, but, I, you know, but I'll, um, I'm having fun. And we were all kind of having fun, you know, yeah, on a journey together, I guess. And um, it's just kind of blossomed and grown from there. So, yeah, he's, he's definitely been a rock and a, and a really um, important part, integral part of the, the COG unit, you know, over the, over the years. Putting on this festival too is um, is something he's always wanted to do. You know, help help all the you know the up and coming bands, the bands that he knows that they need some time on stage in front of you know 
you know, on a good stage, a big stage in front of, you know, yeah. in, in front of people, you know, and then he, he does the in bed by nine as well. Um, you know, he's really working hard to, you know, cultivate and keep healthy the, the music scene in, in many respects, you know. A hundred percent, man. Mm. And I'm excited for the other festival. Like it's, like I said, it's a great lineup and, like you said, I mean, you don't tour too much, so whenever it is a chance to see Cog, it is good to try and jump on and see his, you know, you, you don't get old seeing live, you know, so. Not yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you mentioned, you mentioned just before, like the word journey. Yeah. I kind of wanted to bring up Just Visiting hit 20 years last year, I believe, and we're only two years away from the new normal hit in 20. Yeah. Which is crazy. I know, right? Both of those releases, uh, three if you count two parts of Just Visiting, they hold up so perfectly and so unique to this day. The New Normal, that album was a huge part of my formative years as a musician. It taught me so much about structure, soundscapes and tone. You know, it, it still resonates with me the same today. And I, I still use those, I guess you call, lessons that I learned from that album itself. For you, reflecting back now, how does that album resonate with you and the memories of touring with that album? I guess you could, if you're pretty lucky if you can still, still enjoy playing the songs that you wrote that long ago now. Yeah, they don't, they don't I'm always trying, especially when I play them live, because um, there's two different, you know, environments. There's obviously just the listening environment, you know, kicking back, listening to it. And then there's the playing them live uh, and then reflecting on, on both of those things. So playing them live, is always um, I wouldn't say a challenge, but it's it you know to, to feel comfortable, and maybe that's got to do with that we just don't play that much. But you know I'm always finding that there's there's areas and and, and ways that I can you know carve out you know uh, I guess new ways of playing the songs, but obviously keeping them as they are, but just feeling them in a different way. Um, and, and playing with them in a different way, you know. So, you know, the song's the same. You'll hear it, it's the same, but it, there's, there's a certain state of mind or a certain technique or a certain way of approaching the song or playing the song that you, you're kind of fresh and new at it, you know, from a new perspective, you know. Um, and that can be a, a myriad of, of things there that can help that. But I'm really, I'm really happy about that and I really like that aspect that I don't feel like when I sit, on the drum stool and I play the songs, oh, I'm, I'm so bored of this or I'm not, yeah. I don't really like this. It's, it's, it's really interesting that it can be that long in the timeline with when they were written and when they were recorded and you still find them um, really enjoyable to play. And then from the listening experience and, and listening back, um, there's a few, you know, there's a few things obviously as a, as an artist, you know, you probably hear many of them say it, but like there's you know, a few things that you probably want to, change or you know just try and approach differently or whatever but it is what it is it's a time stamp of what we're what we were capturing at the time and we were really absolutely over the moon with it and i i still think you know it holds up today and it seems to oh definitely definitely does yeah given the given the um the feedback that we get and the interest to still hear and see the band live yeah I'm, I, I guess i'm just really really proud of, of being able to accomplish something like that given our circumstances and where we were at at the time, you know, with, with the tools that we had at our disposal, you know, to, to try and see something be realised like that. And then, you know, it, it to be, I guess, carry on and, and people still resonate with it 
yeah, definitely. You know, sonically it had a it had a, had a grit to it. You know, like it had a, yeah. had a had a real grit to it. And I think the dynamics in the songwriting was and the approach that we were you know we were trying to find, which was this balance between you know some some kind of like really distorted sections of music, yeah. but then you know pulling back and having some soundscapey kind of more stripped back and pulled back sections and but always trying to find a hook and a, and a good melody and always trying to you know create in the lyrical content uh, a narrative or you know some type of real riddle and uh, you know something that um, people could, could kind of um, you know I guess have fun with and question well what are they what are they going on about <laughs> what, are, what, yeah. are, what are they talking about you know yeah, talking a little bit in parables and in riddles, you know what I mean. Opposed to where sharing space, I think was a, was a little bit more direct, um, and a little bit more, a little bit more to the point. Yeah, it's, it's you know, we're, I guess we're when you when you look back at something like that, um, and you feel you know happy about all the songs that are on the record too. And there's still there's still one song we've never played live, and that is it. Naming the, the elephant, song. yeah, naming the elephant. Yeah. So, um, and we were going to actually try to try to um, play that on the monolith tour that we just did with Carnival, but we we um, couldn't quite pull it together. Just didn't have the time and down and really, you know, kind of crunch it out. But I'm sure we'll get there one day. And um, it's it's like a, it's a goal of the band. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got a goal. I mean, that's yeah, like, we've got one goal <laughs> to try and play that song once live. <laughs> One song. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I get to be there because it's one of the only songs I've never seen you play live. Yeah, so. well, that's, that's right. Maybe we'll do a tour and we'll just be that song. There'll be no other song. <laughs> <laughs> just play it until you get it right. Yeah, just just, just bear with us for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you did touch on the lyrical content in that. And what I wanted to kind of bring up as well was the whole point that, especially the new normal, and like you said, sharing space was in your face you know, all those songs were emotion driven there was always a message you know there was a story behind every song be it political or not something else there was always some kind of power force behind the songs and even the videos like especially run you know i can't remember exactly what it was but you had something on your toms which we probably shouldn't say on air but you had something written on there that was you know very direct mm. um what i wanted to ask <laughs> I, <laughs> We won't, we won't say it out loud, yeah, we'll but uh, yeah. <laughs> what I wanted to ask was, you know, like it is sort of politically a different time now, but it is kind of the same with those messages. Personally, how do you feel like they translate in today's social climate? Well, I mean, it was pretty interesting having the name of an album called The New Normal. And then only two years ago, you pretty much got every political leader on the, on the planet on the earth, <laughs> turning around, going, you know, a new normal. Everyone yeah. has to adjust to a new normal. So, you know, there's there's, there's understandings and ideas and and um, you know feelings about things and that we we kind of uh, addressed, you know, back in the day with the new normal and sharing space and things that we were seeing, um, things we were concerned about. And, um, you know, things we wanted to, to kind of air and, and uh, put into lyrical content that people could kind of um, get up to speed with some things. Yeah. 
um, there's there's one narrative which they call the Ministry of Truth, which is you know the mainstream media uh, and their corporations behind that 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 will always fuel a side of the argument or a side of the story. But there is plenty of alternative voices out there with uh, you know uh, very intelligent and um, great understanding in um, you know an opposite narrative or yeah. something that's counter to that which can, you know, leave the, um, you know, the, the person who's interested in understanding what's going on in the world um, a choice of, you know, basically, you know, digesting for themselves and coming up with their own thoughts and feelings and ideas on actually really what's going on. I guess it's just trying to make, the hard part is making it not a one-sided argument where the corporations are the wit inside, like people are listening I guess that was kind of the point of the new normal and sharing space was it was trying to make sure the message was heard and that people weren't just looking at the one-sided argument. Yeah, well, we're kind of we're kind of, we're kind of lucky now too, to some degree, because we've got so many different platforms and so many different you know streams of information that we can gather from, you know, to to, to draw our own conclusions on things, which is great. And you know, I, I think. Back then, we were trying to open that um, suggestion up that, you know, there's not just one narrative and, you know, the one narrative can be just propaganda and, you know, can, can basically be lying to you and in, in different ways and whatnot. So, you know, just be aware of that. Just, you know, kind of understand that, know that, you know, search for different, different mediums and different ways of, you know, sourcing out, you know, um, what's actually going on with the current situation that, that might be, um, you know, in, involved in your life, you know, and, and, and somewhat, um, you know, involved in everybody's life, you know. Um, so, yeah, that, those two albums were, were very much, you know, along those lines, you know, just try and trying to understand the world as well, you know, just, you know, what we're involved in. And, and not only that, also from a, a personal, uh, you could say, um, in a reflective side of ourselves, you know, which is, you know, what we call a spiritual path or what's going on with, you know, with our connection with, with what the hell we're doing here and what is this experience that we're having. So there was those more, you know, conscious philosophical elements of, of ourselves that we were, we were, we were liking to, you know, put into the songs and, and, and um, you know, talk about and sing about. Yeah. Cause I mean, you guys really were what, off the top of my head one of the only bands that were kind of trying to send that message out in Australia, at least like I know there's bands across the world, but you guys definitely paved the way for that kind of talk within mm. Australia. And especially with mm. the time you guys came in where it was, it was a big change within probably the first five years, you know, there was channel V and all that kind of jazz yeah, all just kind of dissipated. And then in this, the, the small time that you guys were apart, I mean, tons more change. So, mm. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's interesting now too. You know, it's it's you know watching everything kind of play out, and and um, you know still trying to keep ourselves somewhat um, integral to our music and yeah. our stance on things, not compromising, and and looking at the way the world's going, and and seeing you know certain narratives play out, and not agreeing with them, and not wanting to be a part of them, and. Um, just kind of sticking to our our core beliefs, you know, and that that's been a real, especially 
obviously in the last two and a half years because that's been a, a test for everyone. Oh, hundred percent. In their in their in their core, you know, and where they stand and 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 uh, and what they feel they believe and what they see is true and um, and what they know. So that's been a, an incredibly interesting period the last two and a half years. So for us, I think one of the most important things that we've done over the last you know few years with every with everything that's going on in the current situation is to as a, as a band as a collective is to stand by our core beliefs and understandings and, and say we don't agree with something yeah and um, you know and and um, make sure that um, our integrity is intact you know yeah that's probably I think that's probably that's probably one of the best things we've done aside from releasing you know three albums <laughs> you know I really do. I think that that's like that's something that actually can't be, you know, it can be put into a song or whatever. But you know, we made some pretty bold statements. Oh, definitely. Um, out, out, out online, and you know, to the to the rest of you know, the music and community, and and you know, the business community of music, and you know, our core fans, and all the rest of it. And I think that um, people really got an idea. Especially our fans really got an idea of who we who we were and what and what we stand by and and um, we're we're not compromising, you know. Yeah, and that's definitely shone through, you know, over the last twenty plus years or about twenty years, you know. Yeah, because uh, it's an interesting time. You it's, know? <laughs> I know it's what a time to be in COD. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I think you know maybe it's got to, things have got to play out a little bit more before we can, you know, find the our response to things because it is so crazy and you could come out and you could you could talk about many aspects and things but a lot of dust hasn't hasn't settled yet so definitely it's probably a good idea to observe a be an observer and you know take in what's going on and then there'll come a time you know when possibly cog will drop their thoughts and feelings i know what you mean on things the new narrative. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. Look, I've got to start wrapping this up. Yeah, all good. All good. No worries. Then. The other festival takes place on Saturday, January 28th, like I said, at the Tivoli yep. in Brisbane. Uh, look, we'll have all the links in the bio and all the info everyone needs to see the lineup and grab tickets. Uh, yeah, look, man, it's been an absolute pleasure, Lucius. You know, thank you for taking some time away this morning to have a chat with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dan. Thanks for doing what you're doing. And, um, yeah, really appreciate it, mate. Yeah, send me a few a few links or whatever. Yeah, mate. It's been an honor. Thank you so much. Yeah, awesome, mate. All right. Catch you later, mate. Have a, have a great day. See you, you mate. too, mate. See ya. Bye.